Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Becoming CEO AF podcast. I am one of your hosts here, Kemba Garcia. And I am Amanda Bell. And I'm Chris Kader. And we want to thank you for jumping on here and spend a couple of minutes of your time. Hopefully you're taking advantage of some windshield time, making some use of this time. But we thank you for being here regardless of what you're doing. And we are going to be talking today, guys, about health and happiness. How do the coaches of CEOAF, how do we go about taking care of our temple, if you will, right, our bodies and also our happiness, our mindset along with that, how we set the time aside as busy entrepreneurs and as parents, how we find the motivation, right, to, to continue to take care of the body that does serve us. So if this is something that you're in your journey and you're just like, man, I'm running ragged, I'm not taking care of my temple, I'm not taking care of my physical health, this episode is 100% for you because you are going to be hearing from both myself, Chris, and Amanda on how we do this. And what I think is going to be interesting about this podcast for you guys is all three of us do it just a little bit differently. So hopefully you can take some what I'm going to call a knowledge nugget, some secret sauces, if you will, be able to give it your own spice, your own flavor, and just come up with a routine that works for you. Because that's really the most important thing is that you're intentional about your health and your happiness and you create a flow that works for you. So we are just going to jump into it. And we're actually going to start with Chris because Chris, I know, um, man, I've been seeing your videos back in the gym. I've been seeing your reels of you out there lifting weights. He's hired a coach. And Chris is actually a former Marine, right? So, so lifting weights and being physically active and physically strong has probably just been a big part of who you are for a while. Is that, is that right, Chris? No, absolutely. Um, you know, for those of you that, uh, that may not know, so back, so I served active duty in the Marine Corps from Ultra weight. Then I went to Michigan state, um, got my degree in criminal justice. While I was there is actually when I took kind of the next step in my, my physical journey, um, Getting out of the Marine Corps, a lot of cardio, a lot of running, which I was never a real big fan of, but still gave it my all. And, uh, you know, so once I got into college, I really focused on what I've always loved, and that's just lifting weights, trying to grow my muscles, trying to become bigger, become stronger. And so I actually started to compete in amateur strongman competitions. Um, some of the crazy things that I've done is actually pull like a, a full-size semi. Uh, I've lifted. <laughs> what? If you could have. <laughs> Did you see our faces? <laughs> Keep going. I'll, yeah. I'll have to try to dig up some pictures, but yeah, yeah I so appreciate I, that. Yeah. <laughs> so I've always just enjoyed really. <laughs> I've always just enjoyed really trying to push my physical limits to see what. So you know, kind of fast forward. I can't to even now. stop. I don't want to interrupt you, but I can't even stop laughing because in my mind, I just see Chris pulling a semi down the Me damn too. highway. I just can't even stop laughing. But we're gonna keep moving. But just so everybody knows, Chris pulling a semi down the highway is a hundred percent what's going on in my head right now, and I just can't even stop laughing. Beard blowing in the wind and all. <laughs> so yeah, so you know, with the businesses, with the kids, um, all the things, right? It's just so easy to get off track and to not again, put up those walls and make that time for yourself. So whatever that looks like. So for me, it's just been a, a monumental shift. And what it took was um, hiring a coach. And this is a guy that I've actually never met in person, um, but I've followed, we've chatted, you know, via Facebook uh, for probably like well over a year now. He's well, well liked and respected in my circle online, uh, which just kind of, again, shows you how powerful social media can be when you use it for the right thing. So yep. something like the other day, he had posted something and in my mind for literally 
a year and a half to two years. I mean, this is nuts, right? You think about how many days that is. I've known what I needed to do. I even invested like several thousand dollars into a home gym, mm -hmm. got all the equipment I need and really just wouldn't use it consistently. And that would bug me every time I walked through the garage, like I turned my garage into a gym. Just like, why am I not, what is it, you know? And so really just investing myself and finally taking that, that first step hiring coach was everything. I just needed more accountability. I needed somebody to map out what I need to do uh, as far as exercise and that kind of thing. And then I'm running with it. Uh, and of course, same with the nutrition as well. But all I can say is if you're in that rut, which like I said, I am very familiar with, I just encourage you to just take that next step. So if that is hiring a coach, then do it. It is well worth um, the time and energy to, to look for that assistance, look for that knowledge, find somebody that knows more than you in that section and, and go for it because it's just, it's just unbelievable. The, the stress it's, it's relieved off my shoulders because, you know, every day of not doing what I knew I need to do and not really knowing how to do or what I need to do to, to start, you know, it's crazy. You guys, I love that so much, Chris, because one, it's you. And I just think you're fantastic. And I can totally see you dragging an 18 wheeler, like with one hand, even one finger if you want, but it's up to you. It's your, it's your body. However you want to drag that 18 wheeler. But with that being said, it's nuts because Chris could probably tell you guys firsthand that the truth is, is anything fitness, anything that's going to take care of your temple, like uh, Kimbo was telling us about at the beginning, anything on that journey for you is going to start up here in your mind. It's going to start in your mind. And the, the first battle is there. The first battle is always with yourself and anything that you do in life or business, physical or mentally. It's going to start up there. And so I love that Chris took the step to say, you know what, I know that I want that and I know that I need that, but also how am I going to make myself show up every day? Because walking past my gym set that I spent all this money on just to not use it is slowly just going to break down our confidence in ourselves. We mm -hmm. feel like we're letting ourselves down. And so if we can't show up for ourselves, how are we going to show up for everybody else in our life? And you said, you know what, I've got a, I've got a solution to that and it's hiring this man. And it's not that you don't know the step to take, right? You know, you've been there, like you've trained, obviously. He's already pulled the 18-wheeler, like yeah. he's already done that. Um, the truth is, is that it's having somebody to hold you accountable. And it's knowing that if, and all of us at CEOAF, we all do have what I call the servant's heart. Mm -hmm. And so if I know that somebody is there waiting for me, I'm showing up. Like that's going to happen. I was going to say, Amanda, you, you hired a trainer this year too. And it was for yeah. the same, your trainer holds you accountable to be at the gym at what, 4 a.m. or something? Yeah. And he tells me every time, shout out to the Harris training group because I've trained with his wife and now him. And he tells me every time and he's like, Amanda, I know that you don't need me to tell you what workouts to do. In fact, I have never trained somebody that has the form that you've got, girl. So I know that you've been trained and you know how to use this stuff. I'm just curious what you're using me for. And I'm like, for you, Deshaun, I need you to show up before me in order for me to show up. Otherwise, I might not be here. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that. Yep. So the first battle, you guys, is always internal. It's always in our mind. Um, Chris, man, if you could please find those photos because I'm still over here just picturing it. And it's not a hard picture to, to come up with. In yeah. fact, I painted a really pretty one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I def definitely will find those pictures. For me, um, you know, I think the biggest thing when in regards to mindset with my health, right? Because I just completely agree with that, Amanda. I'm like, it, it 100% is an upstairs thing. And you just said a couple things that I loved, actually. One of them is that we can't take care of other people 
if we're not taking care of ourselves. And we see that a lot in parents, which we all are, that you stay so in and in entrepreneurs, we stay so busy taking care of the business and the children that we're not even taking care of the very thing that is creating those things or responsible for those things, right? So I do remind myself of that um, for the mindset a lot is that, hey, if I have to be healthy, I have to be, and not just healthy um, in regards to not being sick, right? It's not just that I don't have time to be sick. It's that I need to be the most fully functioning Kimba in order to be the best CEO that I can, to be the best mother that I can, to be the best wife that I can, and also to be the best me that I can and the most confident me that I can. I have to be taking care of those things. Another game mindset changer for me um, as regards to working out, this was huge. And women, I hope that you can, some of you guys will will hopefully be able to um, align with what I'm saying here. I used to work out because I hated my body. Oh, right? Yep. I used to work out because I looked in the mirror and I would just pick Kimba apart, man. I would just pick her apart. And then I would go find myself working out and not, I wasn't enjoying it. I wasn't flowing with it. In fact, I was in the gym a lot. I was also lifting weights. Um, and I was in there just almost at war with myself every day and with my body. And when I was able to just change my perspective to, and it was such a simple shift. Instead of just saying you're in there because you hate yourself and you want to change all these things, I started pushing into my health with the mindset of I'm in here because I love myself. I'm in here because I cherish my body. I appreciate my body and I want to stay healthy. It became a lot less of a battle and a lot more of a flow because it started coming from love for myself and self-love. And anytime we're operating from that space and we're celebrating our body and we're celebrating our temple and we're operating in a place of gratitude, even for our physical beings and in the temple, if you will, for me, that's made it a lot easier to just want to get up and do my thing and then also to not put myself in a box, right? So for both of you guys really enjoy going to the gym, lifting weights, having that trainer. I did that for years. Um, I do also have a full gym built out of my garage that we spent thousands of dollars to build at the beginning of COVID when the when the uh, gyms ended up shutting down. And what I found in that space was that yoga was really the workout for me that I found myself not only enjoying more, but getting stronger when I was doing it. Uh, the, the strength that comes from just being able to lift and maneuver our own physical bodies is actually huge. So for me, um, that was actually started working better than the lift and heavy shit, if you will. I still am incorporating weights kind of back into my routine now. Um, and I am finding some joy and passion for it again. But I do think it's okay to say that not everybody's health routine is a one-size-fits-all, no. right? But it's just about finding if you like to hike, then, man, you find yourself hiking. And if you yeah. like to swim, then you swim. And if you like to lift weights or pull semis with one finger, then, my God, that's yeah. what you do. <laughs> I love her so much. I felt that so – I felt that so deep, like, in my heart that I literally felt that – hair stand up on my skin and I was like I remember when I used to work out because I also wasn't super thrilled with the way I looked man and so if that's how you feel first I encourage you to go listen to our other podcast on fuckwithable because the truth is is like who cares what you look like girl how do you feel and from there the rest goes into place because I can tell you right now there's always going to be somebody out there that's maybe looks better or worse than you maybe makes more or less than you maybe sounds different all the things and so one thing that we don't do at CEOAF is we don't compare ourselves we in fact uh, embrace how genuinely and unique each person is on this planet Mm -hmm. um, and find the pieces that we enjoy in that person 
So I love that, Amanda, because you're like, we don't go into competition. Now, what I will say, guys, is that it is okay to be in competition with yourself, you know, and that is one of the things that I'll share with you guys lately that even in my meditations and in my manifestations, when I see 50 year old Kimba, like she's fit. Yeah, just, she's fit and she has great calves. I don't know what the girl been doing to get those calves, but they are crushing it with the calf game. So that's one of the things that I'm also holding myself accountable to, if you will, is it's I've learned that it's okay for me to want to be the best version of me. And that's really what I'm after. It's not really about comparing myself to other women. Now, sometimes I do look in the mirror still and I'm like, girl, are you really all you could be? No, we need to pivot towards better choices. And I do allow myself to coach myself, be accountable to myself in that way, if you will, especially here lately. Um, so I'll share with you guys again. I told them whenever we first got on this podcast, I said, guys, look, now we're, we've recorded three podcast, three podcasts today, but at the beginning of our first podcast, I was actually at the end of my fast. So I've been doing intermittent fasting for two days now. This is brand new to me. It'll be interesting to reloop and see where we're at in a few months. Um, but that is one of the things that I just pushed into because I've been doing research on intermittent fasting and not just for weight loss, but there's a lot of really great benefits that people claim to get from intermittent fasting. But it was funny because I'm like, we're jumping on podcast one in the last hour of my fast, guys. So that's where I am today. Um, but honestly, I've been feeling really great from that too. So anybody that's kind of maybe looking, again, we want to give you guys some knowledge nuggets and secret sauces to be able to dunk your knowledge nuggets into right so I wanted to leave that with you guys that that is something that I've been researching something that I've been pushing into and I've gotten a couple questions on social media regarding that over the last couple days the biggest one being girls it not hard to not drink coffee in the morning and so to fast you can drink water tea or coffee but with nothing in it right so it have to be black coffee I hate black coffee I would rather drink water than black coffee not happening for me and honestly I felt great is the truth skipping the coffee um, I have felt really good and I've even been able to mentally appreciate the feeling of being hungry again. Oh, is good. that it's one of those things I was reading that that is actually a benefit of intermittent fasting is a lot of times, especially as Americans, as blessed and grateful as we all are here, um, we don't have a food shortage. A lot of us do have food to eat all the time. And so we don't necessarily even always let our bodies get to real hunger to be able to experience what that's like um, and to be able to even psychologically manage um and mindset around your diet and your food because I'm finding myself when I eat again I know in my mind I'm like okay it's time to eat so you could eat whatever you want but I do I'm still showing my body that gratitude of trying to make more nutritional decisions during my window of non-fasting um, and so I have been feeling really great the last couple of days and I'm pumped to see how that flows in outside of that I personally again I just love the weightlifting the yoga intermittent fasting is my thing right now we all do meal prep yep we um, do in meal prep, so that's an, another really big piece of it. Krista, you meal prep, or how do you go about managing the nutrition side of of this game? Yeah, so I, I do um, my own meal prep. I have purchased um, different meal prep services in the past just to kind of help out, um, you know, during the day when things get busy. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, once it comes back to, like, dinner time, obviously I'm cooking that for the kids and I. And then my nightly routine, I wouldn't say every night, but I would say probably three to four nights a week, steak after the kids go to bed that's my that's my midnight snack <laughs> just pure so protein red meat protein. steak yes i'm a big believer in in the red meat so another thing i want to kind of touch on too is you know if you have the ability and if you don't you know figure out a plan to to make this happen but i've kind of been blessed to be able to turn my home into my own sanctuary right so i have mm -hmm. you know all the things in the garage uh for the gym portion of things 
And then I also invested in ice barrel last fall, which, you know, we've touched on before jumping into freezing cold water uh, is huge. There's so many different benefits to that. And to be able to have that here is amazing. Um, and then, you know, I purchased a hot tub as well. So you got the hot and the cold. And then I also, you know, bought a sauna. So you got the steam and the hot there too. So this is little things to be able to kind of treat yourself and to, you know, show yourself the respect um, that you deserve because those things really will help out with the recovery uh, and everything, you know, that flow, right? Just taking care of the recovery and, and being able to relax, right? I mean, who, who doesn't relax whenever they slip into a, you know, a hot, hot tub? It's, just, mm -hmm. it's a beautiful thing. So, yeah. We are big hot tub fans over here at CEO AF. <laughs> all three of us have a hot tub. All three of us have a hot tub. Because <laughs> we do believe in that. So what would you guys say? I guess another question that I want to hit on, because I know that people are out there asking this. Man, how do you guys find the time? You know, I get that question all the time. All the time. And they'll, in fact, say, Amanda, you've got to be superwoman. A mom of three, all these dogs, all these companies, and you're finding all the time to work out? Like, what are you doing? And, you know, the truth is, you guys, is I do think that that falls back on being unfuckwithable and getting your mind right. Because because the only way that I'm going to get up in the morning and, and make my feet touch the ground is if I'm excited to do that. And so what are you doing to get yourself excited? You've got to start up here. Again, the battlefield is always up here for me first. And once I've mastered that, I've got to find something that triggers me that says, oh, yeah, I want to put my feet on the ground. Like, oh, yeah, what is that? So for me, that is making sure that my husband, the kids, the dogs, like if I hear those dogs tip-tapping to my bed before my feet hit the ground, I will pretend like I'm asleep and ignore your ass. Like, do not come tip-tap-toe over here to me, bandit. And so for me, I've got to beat everybody out of the bed so that I can go outside, so that I can get in the hot tub, so that I can stretch and do my yoga, so that I can get to the gym. Um, so all of those things. So for me, I've got to find the motivation what makes me feel good to make my feet hit the ground. And for me, that's beating everybody else out of the bed. Otherwise, I'm going to be a cranky little ball. I'm going to have to go back to bed, rest, and start that. Y'all too, because I want to beat you awake. So let's start this whole day all over again. So so talking about that, the mindset, the physical side of it. So another thing that we teach at CEO AF is our internal cheerleading section. Okay, that's something that we talk about with our clients. And that's one of those moments when you got to get out of the bed because we also say here that the mornings are for you, the afternoons or the daytime is for serving your team, right? And so as a CEO, so you do have to sometimes beat everybody else out of the bed and activate that internal cheerleading section to get you going. But this is actually something that I was reading in a book, one of the last books that I read, that they actually train the Navy SEALs this same way. So this is not just some hippy-dippy CEO AF kind of bullshit, right? The Navy <laughs> SEALs do this. And it's because if you're in freezing cold water and you're having to wait for help to arrive and you're having to swim and keep your body temperature up and all the things, you have to be able to create that energy on demand, right? It's not just going to come natural. Nothing's going to come down and make you feel motivated in a shitty situation like that when you're going to have to manufacture that energy, manufacture that motivation. And they do that with what they call their internal cheerleading section. So I've been adopting that in my own life lately because it's one of those things where when nothing else works, man, you just see just a bleacher stand full of yous, if you will, just, I mean, I'll just see, go, Kimba, go, go, you got it, girl, right? And we're actually cheering ourselves on. We're being our own coach in some situations to just be able to get up and get going. 
And, um, you know, I always say when I really need a power shot of motivation, that internal cheerleading section goes from being a bunch of me's to a bunch of my children, right? And now it turns into go Kimba go to go mommy go, which we all know just hits a little bit different. And um, and reminds me that, hey, if I'm going to be around long term for, for my kids and I got to get up and get healthy, man. So raw, 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 cheer, 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 let's go. But I wanted to make sure we did not get off this episode, which is leaving you guys with that simple skill set of be your own cheerleading section. You know, if it's good enough for the Navy SEALs, it's damn sure good enough for me. Yep. I have to agree with that. I love it. And, you know, another thing just real quick, too, is, you know, for those of you out there that, that are parents, I mean, think about the, the positive impact you can have on your kids mm. by simply taking the action, being that role model. You know, like the other night, both my kids were in the gym with me and, you know, cheering me on. They're, you know, learning how to use the weights. So I just remind myself like that. That's where it's at, you know, just showing them what it looks like to put the work in and to, you know, respect yourself and, and take care of yourself. Yeah. And, you know, I just think this is such an appropriate time to say we've all heard this a million times by now, but we're all willing to die for our kids. But how many of us are willing to live for them? And that's what that just came to my mind whenever you said that, Chris, is it's like, you know, all of you guys would take a bullet for your children, but how many of you guys will just go out to the gym and show them how to live a healthy, fulfilled, balanced life? Are you going to be the example of what nutrition looks like so that you feel great, you look great, you are great, you can go out there and be great, right? Or are we normalizing the flip side of that to the kids? And I think that that, um, you know, can flip in that internal cheerleading section back into our kids because we know that we are the example for the adults that they're going to become you know that's just huge that's super powerful and it goes back to taking care of the vessel that takes care of them and then also the example that they're going to see and I know that's huge for Amanda and I as well is just to make sure that our kids do see their parents care enough about both themselves both them and ourselves to say, hey, we are going to prioritize health in our home. And we are going to be the kind of family that has the hot tubs outside and the gyms in the garage or, you know, they're going to be used to mom and dad getting up early and and working out first thing in the morning. That's at my house. That's what you do just almost as much as you brush your teeth or take a shower. Um, You're going to, you know, have your a nutritious breakfast and you're going to get your body moving and stretching and, and getting out yesterday's energy and inviting in new intentions today and and getting stronger every day. So yeah. You know, not that not that it's all about um, being buff and a hundred, you know, being magazine worthy or anything like that. But it's it's being in the skin that you feel the most confident in, and it's being the example that you want to be to your kids, and it's making the plan and making sure that mentally you're unfuckwithable in the journey in both your health and your happiness, because honestly, they're very, very, very tied together, and they run in so much synergy that it would be silly to expect happiness without health. I love that. I love that, you guys. So for all of you out there, remember, take care of yourself first. The rest will fall in line, okay? And if you want to catch our other podcasts and see what we've got going on at CEO AF, please don't forget to visit our website at www.ceo-af.com. We look forward to seeing you guys on the next one. See you on the next episode.